Welcome back to Axes, Armor, and Amulets. After stopping at Longsaddle, the party now gets geared up and ready to head to Twilight Tor. Ever suspicious of Zarvin, they just can't quite seem to shake the Dragonborn. Follow us this week for episode 52, Sarvin's Connection. Hello everybody, and welcome back, after a long hiatus, to axes, armor, and amulets. What are we doing? Are we playing D&D? <laughs> right? How uh, do we roll the dice again? <laughs> uh, for those of you who, you know, are listening not in real time, uh, we took uh, actually exactly a month off to, you know, we had some, some of us had vacations, some of us had some travel plans, some of us were impacted by Hurricane Ian, um, some of us were trying to remodel their house to make a more apt studio with less children and dog sounds, so hopefully that's the case. Um, if not, then I guess I'll just uh, either kick everybody out of my house or I will move out move into to- an apartment on my own and <laughs> record there. You need a basement. I don't need a basement. I think I need an actual office. Like like an mm. office not in my house. Those are expensive. I mean, do you know how cool that would be, though, to have like an actual Axe's Armor and Amulet's office? Isn't so- amazing? I mean, I, that's what I'm aiming for. I'm hoping that we get to that point. But that would be amazing. That would be so With, cool. like, our own recording studio? Like, our that would be cool. Our own recording studio. That just means y'all have to move out here so we could use the recording studio. All right, what's the dirt bike riding like? Do you have hockey teams, adult league hockey? Yes. And okay, all of the dirt bike over there is probably, probably really, really good. It's really um, good in Wyoming. Especially if you like the uh, the mountain, like the actual mountain biking. What, what is it called? The uh, the trail trail riding, trail running. I don't know. Uh, think... Yeah, we're talking about dirt motorcycles. Oh, um, even better. My husband oh, heck does. Yeah. yeah, my husband like he's been out to Colorado, rooting trails in oh, Colorado. Oh. Like, yeah, so. Catherine, I think our mutual friend has been out to Wyoming. I think he mentioned that and said he enjoyed that. Yeah. So I would, actually, I'm trying to remember if they've been to, if Patrick's group has been to Wyoming or not. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if our, if uh, the mutual friend had also done that. Yeah, well, there's plenty of that in uh, in Wyoming. So you know, let's make it happen. Then we can. You know how fun it would be to play in, in person every week. Uh, we could have so minis and we could record it. Oh. We could have we could have minis and uh-huh. we could have actual like paper maps with minis and roll dice, real dice together. Oh my gosh. My fiance is laughing. No, 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 Emma wants me to buy her dice. <laughs> my fiance is laughing over my excitement for over minis. I love minis. You know what, though? I would love to play with minis. Right? I have not yet played with a game with minis. Me neither. They're so much fun. Daisy and Shake got to uh, got to enjoy that with us over here. I mean, granted, we only played three sessions, but you know what? That's still more than my zero. <laughs> yeah, 
it, it was it was pretty pretty snifty. It was pretty fun, especially the combat that took place in the tavern with all the assassins crawling through the windows. Uh, hey, I, I've, I've played that encounter. Yes, you guys mm-hmm. have. You sure have. Well, I was actually in, in my other in my Pathfinder game. I was like one of the first encounters. It was there. It was their first uh, second encounter. Actually, it was the second encounter. So, our our task was to get the children out. Their task was to survive because their long rest was interrupted, and so everyone was unarmored with no weapons. I'm gonna say we kind of know how un- how uh, interrupted long rest work, don't we, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What can I say? I love a good. Uh, Have that forest. Inter- <laughs> I love a good uh, interrupted rest. What can I say? <laughs> Nothing makes Weirdest. me giggle more than a bunch of spellcasters with no spells because they can't rest. <laughs> in a cage somewhere and having to turtle protect my my brethren so that I could uh, so that they could sleep and not get poked awake. <laughs> oh, oh! I yep. remember that man. That was a that was oh. a dark. That was a very dark s- series of scenes. Oh, and I remember it. So that that means it was traumatic. If I remember it. Yeah, that was a. Uh... That was then, then Irma came to the rescue with yes. the rest of the group. Yes. Long and, live Tara. And then a bunch Owl. of people died. Yeah. Didn't she have to go through somebody's innards for a key or something? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Minderhall's Cathedral, man. That one was... Yeah. That wasn't wasn't as bad as uh, you guys in book four with uh, Skiergard. But uh, Minder, Minderhall's uh, Cathedral no, was... No. Uh, we don't talk about Skiergard, okay? Yeah. Hall's Cathedral was a doozy for you guys, too. Down memory lane. How okay. sweet. Anyways, all right. Uh, so how long does our shopping take? Uh, well, there's a couple things that we got to talk about first. Because, you know, for some of us, it's been a really long time. Uh, our listeners and and hopefully those that listen to the podcast, you know, that are on the podcast, can go back and listen to episode fifty and fifty one once they're posted. Which I apologize, you know, I told uh, I put out on Facebook that there would just be a slight delay in posting of the episodes, and then it ended up being a month. And so um, I just want you guys to know I apologize. I put out you know a, a timeline which I didn't meet, and that's on me. And Thanks I hope. Life happens. I hope all of uh, all of our listeners can forgive me on that one, but uh, once fifty and fifty one are posted, our listeners are going to obviously be able to be caught right back up to to how things you know they'll everything will be fresh like in their right memories. Now. Where unlike us, it's been literally thirty days since we have sat here and actually played this campaign. So it's a uh, Memories are a little rusty, but on the poopy notes that I did actually take, which are not many, you guys have arrived in Long Saddle. Slightly suspicious of Sarbin, but not enough to not travel with him. Uh, You guys (laughs) got caught up in shenanigans, as you have been uh, wont to do through every town you've been in. Looking for a a dwarf charcoal uh, picture drawing of a dwarf a 5,000 gold piece reward for a dwarf named Weevil. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Cornelius was taking that picture to everybody in the in the tavern trying to find him. Torben was trying to start a party. Viridian snuck off to go um, speak with Sarvin, get information about the Harples, which she didn't get much other than they are a bunch of reclusive wizards that don't like people. Um, she told Sarvin, well, that's great. They're going to like me anyways, and I'm going to go talk to them. Uh, she also talked to Sarvel, Sar, Sarvin, Sarvin about what he's doing up here. Uh, Sarvin Mark. Obviously headed to Twilight Tour. She told him that the party was on an adventure and was headed to Twilight Tour looking for something, but not what they were looking for. I thought we'd, we'd talked to him about Harshnag and that we were looking for Harshnag. Oh, like, you did? Yes, couple, that's yeah, right. My apologies. Him, so, yeah. That you guys were looking for Harshnag and that the reason right. you were looking for Harshnag is unknown to Viridian. Though, we did talk and we're pretty sure Viridian lied but Maria's trying to play it that Viridian was too excited about a dragon to pay attention. So, eh, not quite sure how I feel about that one yet, but we'll let it slide. It's more like Maria <clears throat> forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so, um, Emma came and collected Viridian. Um, you guys got a copy of Sarvin's map to get to Twilight Tor, though... Uh, some of you hope or expect to see him again. Uh, you left on kind of unknown terms on if you were going to be traveling together or not. And you guys went back to the tavern. And Emma does not blame him for not wanting to travel with us. Yes, yes. So She left the first two tavern because Torben was a little too much. <laughs> Torben? Too Never. <laughs> You guys went back to the tavern, got some grub, and uh, bedded down for the night because you guys wanted to get some shopping done the next morning and uh, then set on the way to Twilight Tour. So I know you guys went and did some shopping. We don't really need to talk about it. However, what I need to know is would all of you go shopping together for every store or would there be points in the shopping that you would separate? Um, Corbin would be hangoverly uh, following somebody, that's all I know. Probably Cornelius, your boss? Probably Cornelius, yeah. That's exactly, he'd be following Cornelius, hungover, but still protecting him. And Cornelius is probably like just at the weapon shop, just messing with all the stuff. You know, swinging the swords around and the daggers around and stuff, and you know, kicking tires, pretty much. Okay, okay. Uh, see, so a lesser restoration with that cure hangover. Uh, <laughs> yes, it would. In fact, <sighs> you could just make him suffer through his consequences. You don't yeah, have to enable. I'm a good. I'm a good. Yeah. I just, no, let's just say she thought time. about it. I just picture Cornelius like his halfling self holding a great sword, <laughs> trying to like swing it around. <laughs> Can he even fuck it up? <laughs> so, to answer my question that everyone is trying to avoid, are you all sticking together through the entirety of the shopping, or do you guys split up a little bit to go get the things you need? 
Peter needs to go to the potion shop and wherever gauntlets come from. Magic items. I would imagine we... Agree? To answer your question, I think it sounds like we split up. I, I think I think we would coordinate and, you know, oh, are you getting some potions? Let's go to the potion shop together and, and you know, oh, you're gonna... you're. You're going to the the weapons. I think we'd probably stay in pairs or trio. Yeah, it would be a pair and a trio. Okay. At any given point in time. Okay. Yeah, probably the the guy off, and then the ladies and Peter. Okay. <laughs> you can call. You can call Corbin uh, a lady. He doesn't mind. <laughs> in that case. I need an investigation roll from Pansy, Emma, and Viridian. Investigation. Can I just Twenty-one. Fifteen. In true Pansy fashion, eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, Viridian, when you guys get to the potions shop, you notice shortly thereafter, Sarvin walks into the potion shop. Hi, Sarvin! And he looks and waves. Yep. Goes about his business. Wave back. Do we notice what he buys? Uh, you see that he's looking at some potions, you know, talking with the, you know, the uh, herbalist that's there, you know, looking, also looks like he's looking for salves and stuff since he's getting back on the road. You know, he also mm-hmm. has admitted to you guys that as a scout, he travels alone a lot. So he's probably, you know, wanting to make sure he's got anything he would need for an emergency through Star Metal Valley or uh, Star Metal Hills. Okay. Um, as long as he's not buying poison or something, because I, I just have general distrust for him. Roll a perception. Uh, actually, roll uh, an insight. Oh. I think if Emma has enough to have to roll that. What did you roll? 22. Okay. As you guys finish buying, you know, your stuff and go to leave, you notice that he leave like he's looking as you're leaving and seems to turn out of the store without buying. Pocketed something. <laughs> and this is how Pansy gets blacklisted from the second town in 20 episodes. <laughs> you just go down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, like, no. If 
that bow comes out, Emma's grabbing it. <laughs> How many alter egos do I have to have? A one per town, apparently. What I mean... At this point in time. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there a mirror in the weapon shop? N- no. Ah, dang it. We're in the weapon shop. They're in the potion shop, correct? We're in different correct. shops. So, me and Cornelius are in no way interact in this interaction. Correct. Emma's going to take the party to, or well, her little group to the magic shop, wherever we can find magic items. Okay. You guys do your shopping, and <clears throat> you, if Pansy, if you're keeping an eye out for Sarvin, you don't see him again. Okay. So, you guys, you know, get back together at your prearranged time. You've done your shopping. Do you guys set out from Long Saddle towards Star Metal Hills, or is there a little bit of a confrontation with Viridian about uh, trying to make contact with the Harples? Uh, once we're done shopping, um, Peter's going to say, well, what are our plans now? Like, you know. Like said, next- if we look. At podcast chatter, uh, I think there was some off-recording RP or something, where Emma convinced Mary she didn't need to meet all 40 carpels this time. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's back up. Let's back up. Who did off-recording roleplay? Not it. No, Not I me. think it's generally me and Maria... We, like, sometimes talk after the podcast ends, like, right after. And then I put it. Spanking. <laughs> but we can ignore those notes if you would prefer. Well, how, how, are we, how are we supposed to enjoy the roleplay moments if you guys do them alone? Obviously, they don't like us. And we have to wow. Wow. Never. Wow. It just wow. like it's like we're playing the game and then it just never ends up having time and then it's like the two of us are left behind. Wow. You know, it's not even really it's not fun, even okay. us. It's not even us. Think about our audience. How Ooh. left out our Ooh. audience feels. Our audience. Okay, the first time it happened, we did end up making sure that role play happened because that was the, the um jail cell scene. But I just noticed poor, those notes like, happened, so I can't even remember what we said. <laughs> oh my goodness. The integrity of this podcast. Did you guys know? And I had put it in I put it in podcast chatter so you could see it. Yeah, just that literally Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this verbatim for our audience. So this is from 9.15. So this is a hot minute, you know, 35 days ago. Apparently, it's now canon that Emma and Maria's that Emma and Maria's character bond off screen after everyone logs off. Good news for Q, though. 
Emma convinced Very that she doesn't need to meet all 40 Harples this time. But if Very passes, Emma will have to meet them all in her honor. That's a lot of roleplay that I missed. <laughs> I don't think it was that long. That's, that's a lot of roleplay that our audience has been denied. Well, I don't know how you want to take care of that then, because... Shoot, shoot, shoot. Do I just do I just kill both characters now for doing off story yep, roleplay? That's it. That's it. I think you that's my I think that might just have to be what happens. Oh goodness. Wow. Okay, I'm crying, but I'm just like, try me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode fifty two. Fifty fifty Yeah, fifty two. Fifty two. Maria's on character five. <laughs> 50 shades of red <laughs> that's funny oh, alright well how about you guys give us a rundown of how that roleplay went then uh, if it was less than 30 days ago probably well, I, I don't remember I, man I, sh- I sure wish there was some way we could have recorded Record. the roleplay that way yeah. Record it. That's silly talk. That's uh, I know. Silly talk. How record the role play? Psh, we don't I do that. I would love I don't. I don't have the recording. I don't have, oh. I have recording mm-hmm. software at all. Otherwise, yeah, like, I would. Yeah, and it's too bad that, like, none of us have that software. Like, that's just, obviously, that's uh, incapable of us getting. I don't know how we thought we were going to do a podcast without recording software. I know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, I, I guess I guess I've made you guys feel bad about this one. <laughs> so, um, let's, um, let's, let's try to keep the role play, you know, uh, where our audience can enjoy it, you know. So Our hands have been slapped. We'll we'll do another we'll little flashback. Teacher. We'll do another little flashback next, you know, another time, and uh, figure out how. It's my penance to write this flashback. Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. I want a five hundred word essay. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm going. It's going into November, where you write fifty thousand words in thirty days. 500 word essay does not scare me when I'm supposed to write 1,667 words a day. I imagine uh, I want a, a, a thousand word essay. That's what I meant. A thousand. Yes. <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so this is where, you know, we would have our little flashback and we'd have a conversation between Emma and, and Vary about why she doesn't need to see all the Harples and then we kind of flash back to the moment at hand where Vary is like, alright, let's go but probably looks very sad about it and I was like, come on, you can meet them later it's canon, very sad so there must have been some forceful co- coercion I look forward to seeing that flashback <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. I'm half tempted to get alcohol now. So, so me, me and Torben are still in the weapon shop, or did we catch up with them? No, you guys caught up with everyone at the. You know, you guys agreed to just go get your shopping done, meet back up, and head out. I, I was gonna do a little, uh, not playing around, but like 
you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I just, like, we're, we're in the weapon shop, and, you know, of course, Cornelius is being Cornelius, and he's got to, like, try all the armor and stuff on. And he he's he's a halfling trying to fit into, like, a full suit of armor. And he's like, hey, Torben, knife to meet you. And he pulls out a dagger. <laughs> Boss. That was really funny, but... Oh, I, oh, I got this headache. Uh, obviously, it's headache boy, let's go. Not gonna fit in the armor, but you know, <laughs> it was kind of fun. Give you like a little, yeah, goofball. What? Yeah. What? Why do I feel like Emma probably ends up going to the weapon shop to collect them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Emma comes in, is Emma coming into? Is Emma coming into the work into the shop? I, I think, like, based upon what, what Cornelius is doing, I feel like Emma would have to come into the shop to, like, make you guys get your purchases and... and Corbin's gonna go. throw an arm around her and say, you gotta get me back to the end. I, I'm not gonna make. Go on without me, sweet Emma. Go on without me. You're coming, Torben! I'm not gonna make. My head is killing me. Just cut it off. Let me sleep. Peter's how gonna. How big is Torben? Um, probably slightly smaller than you are if you're a, a, a half orc. Yeah. Despite the fact that this is just going to feed Torben's mind, I don't know what I'm gonna call it. Emma may just like carry him like a sack of potatoes. Oh, Jesus. Uh. He's gonna, he's gonna do that thing where he put, you know, where, 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 the, where the princess puts her like the back of her hand on her forehead and faint. He's gonna do that. <laughs> My knight shining armor, or barbarian and leather, doesn't matter. Barbarian, thank you very much, and I do have shining armor. <laughs> oh yeah, you've got adamantine. Yeah. Barbarian and. Shining armor. Oh my god. Let's go. Finish your purchases, purchases Cornelius. We're getting out of town. Yeah. So he's, uh, Cornelius is gonna buy his, uh, his items and then, uh, catch up with them. Alright. <clears throat> you guys start heading out of town. Roll me some perception checks. You want. I think one each. We start with one each here. I'd be helpful if I pulled up this foot on my computer. Ooh, 21. Cornelius got a three. He's playing with his shiny crossbow. <laughs> Viridian got a 14. Ah. If Torben rolls low, we all know why. Eleven. I can I take can I on purpose take a, neg- a minus two to that roll for uh, being hungover. I mean, if, if you of- would if you would like to play that you are suffering a level of exhaustion, we are absolutely welcome to do that. You know I don't want to do all that. You know I don't want to do all that. Oh no! Oh, oh, you just you yes. just want to? Yes, I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm taking it. I'm taking it. You're helping me into it without even trying. You're absolutely right. That's exactly what it will be. 
You just want to take the flavor negative two, not the real negative for being hungover, right? <laughs> yeah. They should have a hungover in this game. They don't have it. So in Pathfinder, they have a whole hungover table. Like it's a yeah. full literal chart. And you have to make fort saves. To or see or you get alcohol. Uh, yep, you get alcohol poisoning. You can become addicted. You can suffer mm. all sorts of issues. It's amazing. I cannot wait till right. we play Pathfinder. I okay, have, uh, yeah, you gotta take my see. 11 advantage. Okay. On ability so, <clears throat> eleven. So did I hear? Did I hear two twenty ones by chance? No, just Emma's. Okay, Emma's twenty one. Uh huh. Okay, uh, Emma, as you're like, I guess you're you kind of got like the mama bear thing going on, checking on Torben and Cornelius, making sure Viridian's coming and not running off to go see the Harples, and that Pansy's not trying to murder people. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things. And she wants to get out of town as soon as possible. Yeah. As you're making sure you've got all the children in tow, you notice Sarvin, and he's not watching you in like a I'm keeping my eye on you kind of way, but he's definitely. Looking in your guys' direction. Does Peter notice this? If you rolled less than a 21, no. Uh, Well, Emma's just gonna kind of like, kind of give him sort of a salute and like just keep her group going out of town because she understands like it's in her mind, like it is totally up to him as to whether he rejoins them or not. And he, like, he waves back. I mean, it's not like he's, you know, ominously staring at you. But, you know, you you give him a little salute and he waves back. Yeah, like, kind of like trying to non-verbally convey he's welcome to join the group, but she completely understands if he doesn't want to travel with his dumpster, dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. What? Whoa. <laughs> dumpster fire? Us? <clears throat> You would, you would, you would notice with your, you know, trying to convey your message, you know, wave and all that stuff, that after like a moment's hesitation, he like, you know, pushes himself off the wall, of like off a fence post or whatever he was leaning on, and he, with his gear, you know, starts walking out of town in the same direction you guys are headed, and it looks like he's, you know, trying to catch up. Well, we're probably not going fast because Torben. Mm-hmm. Which Emma's not going to carry him the whole way, but. I think of a name for his new crossbow. That what the other one was called. <laughs> what okay. I. Didn't I give it like a. Like a. Was it Betsy or something? You gotta, you gotta give it a funny name. Well, yeah, I. Uh, Shiny death. You do that when you. Oh, is it really? Yeah, you really do what? Say it, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I was gonna say you could um you could be like Geralt from The Witcher, and every crossbow is Betsy. 
<laughs> Betsy 2.0. <laughs> Betsy Jr.? Something like that. Lil Bets. Lil Bets. I'm going to have to listen back to the other episodes and see what I what I came up with the name. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been so long. All right. So, you know, after a minute, Sarvin catches up. And um, as soon as he uh, gets up to the party, I mean, right out of his mouth. Uh, so what... Uh, what are you guys looking f- to get from Hoshnag? Zephyros, uh, who's a friend of ours, and he might have information that will help us on our quest. What's your quest? Mutual. It's, it's a mutual friend that can help us uh settle things down around here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've noticed uh, the giants are acting funny. So you're, uh, trying to get Hoshnag to help you deal with the giants. We'll get information from him. Still a lot more information we need. Don't exactly know how to solve this problem yet. But Working on it as best as I can. And she looks kind of like... Not sure she's totally up to this task, but gosh darn it, she's going to try and follow this task through to the best of her abilities. So you, you five are trying to solve this uh, mystery of why the giants are so active and angry lately, huh? I mean... Uh, I want to do... Emma wants to do kind of an insight check on Sarvin as far as his trustworthiness, I guess. Like, just... Well, I mean, he he's being pushy now. Where, you know, yeah. he traveled with you guys for three days and, like, barely said a word, and then after talking to Viridian, now he's... Now he's... Okay, yeah, now he's pushy. So, Evo kind of wants to do an insight check to kind of get a sense of motivations. Okay. With a nat 20 for 25. He's definitely probing. Um, What he's probing for, you're not sure, but... And and you kind of overheard the conversation last night that he was having with Viridian, you know, because you walked in a little bit and there was a little more conversation happening, is, you know, he... It it seems that the places you need to go or the people you need to speak to, he's also been there and had connection to. So maybe maybe he's looking out for a place he calls home or someone he calls a friend or, you know, but whatever it is... Now that he knows where you're going and, and what you're looking for, it, he's definitely probing for more information. He's trying to get more information out of you without trying to spook you or kind of give away that he's trying to get information, if that makes sense. But the insight check, basically, Emma knows he's trying to get information. Yes. Okay. 
why, like what he, like what the information is or the intent to get the information, you don't know. It's already established that he does know Harshnag. Correct. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of give him sort of a long searching look before stating have you heard ever heard of the giants ordning? He says no but rolling over that natural 20 he's he's lying. Like, you, you can tell he's playing dumb now. That's like, she kind of leaves it at that for the moment. You just keep walking after that? Because, like, he does the... He, you ask, have you ever heard of the ordning? No. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't He doesn't say that, but the, he might as well have. Like, you're, you're a natural 20. Right. Like, and that's, that's why, like... So he's heard of the ordning, and so all she says is, well, it's broken, and keeps on walking. Yeah, you, you could tell he was almost surprised that you knew that. So he thinks he has information we don't, and he's surprised that we have that information? Uh, that's that's a pretty good a pretty good feel of what Emma is getting at. He thought he had the cards, and apparently he doesn't. And his Peter abreast of this situation? I would say that you've, like, I mean, this conversation happened in front of you, but, mm-hmm. you know, unless you roll, uh, you, you're welcome to roll an insight on this exchange uh, between Emma and Sarvin. But mm-hmm. you would not have, you would not have picked up on the things that Emma did. Insight of 18? Um... You can definitely tell in this exchange between the two of them that um, there was more unsaid than there was said between the two of them. Hmm. And I trust Emma, and I don't trust him, so this is making me very uneasy. Mm -hmm. How far away are we out of town? I don't know, I'd probably say <laughs> not, not far enough. Not okay. even not even ten minutes. I mean as soon as he as soon as he got up to you guys he started asking questions. Like mm-hmm. Alright. So Emma's unless anybody else starts talking to Sarvan or whatever, Emma's gonna let the silence hang there for like mm-hmm. A good amount of time 
before um, she looks at Sabrina and says, <laughs> um, she's going to look at Sabrina and, and, and say, so are you trying to fix it too? Mm. <clears throat> it's kind of like it. She's got a gruff voice, but it's 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 more of like kind of like. Do we have more allies on this? Mm. Kind of question. Um, you with? Yeah, you you're with us. <laughs> <laughs> or do I need them? <laughs> Have your face meet my flail. Uh, you. <laughs> uh, he he kind of like you could see the gears turning. You know he's he's trying to figure out how to play this, and he already between the awkward silence and then the question you're asking now, like he knows he's been made to an extent, but now he just doesn't know how much. And so he says, uh, after a, after a you know very long pause, another awkward silence. Um, I'm not trying to fix it, um, but I know people who are actively looking for ways to fix it. Mm. Who would these people be? People that are concerned about giants destroying villages and attacking cities and flying castles in the sky dropping boulders on towns like Nightstone and the yeah, great we and the great arc ships of the frost the frost giant Jarls in the sea of moving ice so you try to not be seen Incognito. Why <laughs> <Go on> incognito? <laughs> there are some who work in the shadows and some who work in the light, and some of us just run run messages like couriers. So at this point, with this exchange, Emma does pull out the Harper's ring that was Kelty's and kind of fiddles with it for a little bit kind of like in plain sight but not being too obvious before putting it back like yeah before putting it back in her pocket we were at Nightstone and helped with the aftermath and we know I see and uh what was the name of... Was it D. Olgar? Was that the guy who was ran the yep. shop that was the Harper? Yeah. D. Olgar. And unfortunately, we also found the 
the Ogar had been murdered there. But not by giants. Who murdered him? Um, the Zentarum. Snake Seven. Mm. Took care of most of them. Most? Few. Most. A few got away. One! Only one! One. We won't let that happen again. We got this one here. Beautiful archer. Hmm. What about anyone else in Nightstone? Was Nightstone totally destroyed? Was not totally destroyed. Uh, thankfully, well, we had to rescue the villagers from some goblins. But, um, unfortunately, they lost, uh... Their lady? Their lady. I'm looking back through my notes, hence the pauses. Mm. Uh, Lady Daphne took over. Oh, we talked with Morak there. He gave us a lot of our initial information. And Morak. Well, when we left. He lives? Morak lives? Yes. Do you know him? I have run across Morak a time or two. Hmm. Does he sound like he's friends with Morak, or is it, uh... You want to roll an insight? Yeah, I do. Raiden will also roll insight. 18. <laughs> Come on, unlock. It's fourteen. Oh, All right, with the with the two eighteens, you could almost hear the like a little hint of his voice. I rolled a seventeen for uh, his uh, essentially his deception, his trying to hide it. Uh, I rolled a 17, mm-hmm. so you could hear in his voice that he was, like, happy to hear that Morak is alive. Okay. Good. Um, I, I don't trust that at all. Corbin's not listening to this conversation, but I don't trust it at all. <laughs> And Cornelius wasn't there for all the Nightstone stuff, so, like, he has no... Yeah, neither was... The, yeah, the only two really people who were there anyway. were Emma and Keith. Mm-hmm. But it technically it was Pansy, so I don't know. Mm. How much Peter where... really should be saying at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
Sarvin lets the silence hang in the air for a little bit. Like, you can tell he's contemplating. Mulling over things. Yes. Viridian would tell Sarvin, I'm glad you changed your mind and decided to go um, to come with us. One can never be too sure or safe about traveling with strangers. But um, I have a feeling about you five. Listen, sometimes strangers are just your best friends you haven't met yet. Or at least you're best drinking buddy. You can way. stay Am over right? there. You can stay <laughs> over there. Corbin! I was going to say... away from him. If anybody knows anything about strangers, it's Torben. <laughs> <laughs> I've known many strangers in my day. But... <laughs> I see your head is feeling better, Torben. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you know what would do me wonders? Ah. Back is an eye roll from Emma. Yep. Um. As you guys are kind of talking, you know, Sarvin stops traveling and he says, Come on. Let me show you a shortcut to Twilight Tour. I didn't, uh, I didn't actually give you the shortest directions on your map as I was still trying to figure out if you were a friend or foe. Well, I'm Uh, your friend. Right? Ma almost says you're everybody's friend, but bites her tongue. Uh... We in the you guys are in the hills now. You're in the Star Metal Hills. Is that mountains? No, they're. Uh, I mean, they're. It's it's they're considered hilly plains. Damn it! Um, well, Emma Emma's going to um, you know kind of stand next to Sarvin and pull out the map and. discuss with him the shortcut or she wants to see the shortcut on the map. Yeah. Yeah. He he basically points out like in the map like as you guys are walking he, he didn't make it so obvious on the route where you would go how long it would take but as he points on the map and explains it to you it looks like he can cut about half a day off the travel by taking a different route. It was almost like he wanted to get to Twilight Tour before you, if he couldn't to get a... To potentially warn Harshnag if we were nefarious? That's kind of the vibe you're getting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But now he's showing us, and we can travel with him. Um, okay, yeah. Emma's, Emma's cool with us. All right. So you guys travel through uh, the remainder of the day, and as it gets uh, dark, Sarvin says, 
We're uh, about a, about another half day's journey. Do you want to continue traveling at night to get there sooner? Or would you like to stop and rest? Unfortunately, not all of my party members can see in the night. So I recommend stopping to rest. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we need uh, we need to rest anyway. Uh, the shopping what? today bad amazing. That one needs some rest from his hangover. And she's pointing at Torben. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys set up shop. Tiny Bring. hut. Yep. Tiny Bring. hut. hut. <sighs> Tiny hut. Last watch. You guys take some watches. Yep, I'll take uh, middle. Okay. Who's taking first? Meridian can take first. All right. Jake isn't going to take any. <laughs> He's the boss. Yep. I love how he was waiting for Torben to say something, even though Torben <laughs> is the one that's suffering the hangover and needs the sleep the most. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Who's going to take the third watch? Mm. <laughs> uh, Emma always takes Emma. third watch. That's Emma's spot. Don't know this by now. Uh, Emma, Sarvin joins you for third watch, and uh, he, again, is whittling another of your adventuring party. And as you guys wake up in that next morning, he, you know, hands this little carved halfling with a ridiculously oversized shield and hands it to Cornelius. Well, isn't that something? I think um, mm-hmm. I think Cornelius would probably put it in its kit, or whatever you want to do, buddy. Does, yeah. Does uh, does does Torben see this interaction? Uh, I mean, you can roll a perception. He's not hiding it. I mean, it's not like he's sneaking so he- it over to Cornelius. He just. Hands it to him. Okay. So do I need to roll perception to, to know whether or not I've seen it, or is, is it kind of just like he did it in front of everybody? He just did it in front of everybody. Okay. Unless you have a, like, negative perception modifier, I'll just let you see it. I have a plus three, so. Okay. I, yeah. All right. Definitely going to be talking to my boss. Okay. As the, uh, the remainder of the the travel goes, you know, it is an uneventful day. And as you guys come over one of the hills, you see on like this little teeny like a pond almost. This what looks like this little almost like a miniature dwarven fortress. Like this town has no business being here, but there is, you know, a very uh Stone fortress esque little town. Uh, maybe ten buildings with this little teeny. It almost looks more like a like a stone fence than an actual stone wall. Uh, 
And uh, Sarvin says, Welcome to Twilight Tour. And we'll Take see you. Frost Giant would stand out among those buildings. And we'll see you next week. Ah! Okay, really? Already? Yeah, apparently. Dude, I wanted to talk to. I guess I'll talk to Fernandez next episode. Apparently. <laughs> Just don't do it on camera. <laughs> Don't get yelled at. Orvin doesn't trust these little trinkets. I don't trust them. <laughs>